Welcome to the beginning of our first full day together. And welcome to those of you who were here after the rest of us had already ventured back into our rooms. It's good to have you here and have you join us. So before we begin with the morning instruction and practice, I want to give you the opportunity as we introduced last night to, uh, after consideration uh, and having taken a look, this basket right here is for the phones and possibly the iPad, I don't know, one or two, um, to be turned in. Joseph said something last night about it being (laughs) an offering to Buddha. Well, I don't know if it's about that, but it's certainly uh, an opportunity to honor Uh, this choice that you've made to engage with uh, the silence and the practice for the next five days. And I know some of you have eagerly been wanting to turn them in into the office, um, and you may have done that. So I'm just going to take a few minutes, and and the rest of us will just sit. And whomever wants to come up um, as an acknowledgement of uh, renunciation for the next five days of that particular uh, attachment, please do so. Just come up as you will. Just noticing how it feels in the body, having taken that action, having given it some consideration, regardless of what your choice was. So honoring the 
intention that many of you have set in uh, putting down just one more thing that can uh, be in the way of fully presencing yourself in this opportunity of silence and practice. Sangha is holding that, as well as holding for all the rest of us who, um, for various reasons, may not have been able to make that choice or chose not to. It's all acceptable here. So uh, this morning, we're going to begin our practice by engaging uh, and entering in with practicing with the body and with breath. Um, Before we get right to the practice, just wanted to set a little bit of a context because it's easy to uh, uh, compartmentalize this practice as to this thing, that thing, or the other thing uh, which we engage with to support and help us along the journey to freedom and peace um, and to recognize really the holistic component or the holistic aspect of the Dharma and the practice. And so just setting the context that uh, the practice is all in an effort to create stabilize and allow us to sustain and maintain mindfulness so that we move through our days, we move through our life, uh, almost like that becoming the background, like the screensaver um, from which we move forward and engage with uh, our relationships, our interactions, our work, our uh, joys, our sorrows, that there's always this readily accessible um, and presencing ability to be aware and to see things clearly. So this practice of uh, engaging with the four foundations of mindfulness, which create the actual foundational component of the practice of meditation in this form. So there are four uh, foundations of mindfulness, and Gina's going to speak about mindfulness this evening, and you'll hear various components about this throughout our time together. But there are four foundations of mindfulness, the body, feeling, mindfulness of moods, and mindfulness of objects and mental events. Most of us, particularly uh, before we engage with a a mindful, creative process and practice, uh, live out our lives oftentimes carried away by our mental experiences, Um, particularly in this culture where um, cognition and thinking and intellect are so highly valued. Um, It's a strong suit. It's a muscle that's highly developed. Um, oftentimes at the expense or lack of development of the heart and being embodied. We can get lost in our memories, the memory of an interaction with another person or an event from our past, rehearsing future dialogues or planning a course of action, having fantasies, getting caught up in becoming strong emotions, or incessantly focusing our thinking on some problem in our life. That's how we oftentimes carry out our days uh, and move through time and space in these bodies. And oftentimes this is below the level of awareness and what we're engaged in um, in our time together is really, really cultivating and intending um, that we bring awareness present as continuously and consistently as we are able to, which increases over time. That ability increases over time as we engage with the practice. There's oftentimes endless streams of mental chatter playing in the background of our minds. And even when we're not aware of that or don't hear that, it's oftentimes sourcing um, and driving our actions, our behavior, our choices, and our states. 
We can become mesmerized by what we think and believe that it's true and that it's solid. What we think, feel, perceive is often a result of habits of mind. The more we think and feel in these patterns, the more ingrained they become. The repetitive nature of our mental patterns can become a rut in which we are stuck. This training in mindfulness that we're engaging in over this time and that many of us have taken close to our heart and practice in our daily lives aims to identify our patterns, investigate them with mindfulness, and eventually to replace the unhelpful and unskillful or harmful patterns with beneficial and skillful ones. As we develop meditative awareness, we begin to have the ability to know when we become lost in our thoughts, when we become lost and driven by our emotions. We do this by connecting our mental states to sensations in the breath and the body. Just as an example, when we are caught up in thinking or lost in a train of thought, We can recognize this, pause, and move our awareness from the thought to the corresponding sensation in the breath and the body. Now oftentimes, particularly before I fully engaged with this practice, I moved through life not even aware of my body. It was just something that uh, was useful in terms of engaging with the lived experience. Where in actuality, I've come to learn and understand that the body and the awareness is the, the, uh, the knowledge and wisdom place that exists. And so we're, we're partly engaged in here in, in um, synthesizing or bringing balance to our ability to be aware of the whole energetic field of who we are not just our thoughts and our head, not just our heart and our emotions, uh, but the physical container that um, 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 holds this living being that each of us is. And as we engage with and practice with bringing awareness forward, uh, and as best we can, sustaining and maintaining it 24-7, not like a goal, not like something to strive for, but as a natural place where we reside, home. And that's one of the things about the breath and one of the things about the body. As long as we're here living and breathing, it's always with us. So there's an opportunity moment by moment day by day, uh, to always come back, to always put down the cognating, to not get caught up in the storm and the winds and the movement of the emotions and the heart. This is a short bit about what the Buddha had to say about observation of the body. And how bhikkhus, does a bhikkhu maintain his observation of the body as body? And a bhikkhu where his followers were um, monks. Here, a bhikkhu gone to the forest or to the shade of a tree or to an empty hut, sits down, cross-legged, sets his body straight, and chaining or embedding mindfulness, i.e. bringing mindfulness with him, being mindful while breathing out, being mindful while breathing in. Breathing out long, he is aware, I breathe out long. Or breathing in long, she is aware, I breathe in long. Breathing out short, 
he is aware I breathe out short. Breathing in short, she is aware I breathe in short. She trains herself to realize I will breathe out, experiencing the whole body. He trains himself to realize I will breathe in, experiencing the whole breath body. He trains himself to realize I will breathe out, calming the body process. He trains himself to realize I will breathe in, calming the body processes. Just as a skilled woodworker or his apprentice when making a long pull on the lath string understands, I make a long pull or when making a short pull understands, I make a short pull. So too, breathing out long, a bhikkhu is aware I breathe out long. Breathing out short, he is aware I breathe out short. She trains herself to realize I will breathe out, experiencing the whole breath body. She trains herself to realize I will breathe in, experiencing the whole breath body. She trains herself to realize I will breathe out, calming the body processes. She trains herself to realize I will breathe out, calming the body processes. In this way, he maintains his observation of the body as a body internally, or he maintains his observation of the body as a body externally, or he maintains his observation of the body as a body, both internally and externally. She maintains her observation of the body in its arising as a norm, or maintains her observation of the body in its decaying as a norm. Or she maintains her observation of the body, both its arising and decaying as norms. Besides his mindfulness is firmly established that the body exists as simply but bare awareness, and simply for establishing mindfulness. He is free from craving and concepts and no longer clings to anything in the world. So in the uh, languaging of that time, that's what Buddha had to say, and I took license by inserting the feminine pronoun from time to time. So there are four postures um, of the body that are used or in this form of meditation for meditating, and that is sitting, um, which we're working with this morning, uh, walking, standing, and laying. And you'll have opportunities to practice with all of those over the time that we're together. One of the things that I'll say, uh, no, I'll come back to that later. So in this effort and uh, intentionality for developing body awareness, there's actually access to uh, wholesome uh, ways uh, naturally arising in our presencing of ourselves as we move through the day. By paying attention in a relaxed, non-judgmental way to the sensations that arise and pass away in the body, we are giving ourselves a gift. We're giving ourselves an opening, an opportunity uh, to engage with our uh, relationship to living uh, that can lead us and uh, eventually find us being able to sit uh, and source ourselves from a place of wisdom and peace. We can notice areas of our body that are stressed and knotted up and then make a conscious effort to investigate and deconstruct them. And as this is the first day, even for those of us who uh, meditate in an ongoing way, oftentimes as we come into the first day or two of retreat, our bodies, which we have been um, 
contorting and, 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 and moving and, and, and stressing in many ways in terms of how we live in our daily life. Um, tell us about it in our sits. And as the knots and the stresses un, and unwind, uh, there can be a lot of energy and agitation around that. Or there can be a lot of um, depression and, and weightiness with the body or any experience anywhere in between that. So just to be aware of that, that there's nothing wrong. This is just the unfolding of the practice as we engage with the breath and the body in a concentrated, intentional way. Mindfulness has a natural quality that softens and relaxes and encourages the release of tension, discomfort, and stress. Most meditators find that practice with mindfulness of the body is well worth the investment and transforms our relationships with our body. So we're going to begin now uh, with the practice of... uh, body and breath meditation. And for the posture of sitting, um, whether you're on a chair or on a cushion, um, we might enter in and begin by just landing in our seat. As best we are able, um, as the mind begins to approach engaging with settling down, Um, to just notice how it is there in this moment on the seat. There is no uh, right way, but generally, as um, has been found useful, uh, whether you're sitting cross-legged or you're sitting in the chair with your feet on the floor, um, just noticing as a result of the positioning of your body in the posture, whether it's creating um, stress and tension. And as you notice that, just relax in a little bit in that place. Uh, Although relaxing, we don't want to relax to the extent uh, where we take a nap, though I'm sure many of us actually need that. Um, we do want to be relaxed as we engage with this practice. That's, I think, oftentimes not stressed enough in terms of how out of that state of relaxation actually strength and clarity can arise. So just noticing again how it is there. How you might, are you anticipating moving in? Is there ease? Is there tension? All acceptable. Whatever is showing up, there's nothing wrong. Uh, it's just the body showing us, informing us how the state of things are. And as you feel yourself settling in and finding your way to land on the seat, with ease, bringing your attention to the breath. Understanding and knowing that uh, as we move along, we are looking at and um, embracing the breath as an anchor. So no matter uh, what other practices we engage with throughout the week, no matter what is happening at any one moment, there's always the anchor of the breath available. It provides the stable foundation upon which we can develop our mindfulness and concentration. No worries at the uh, probability that as we sit 
for a time this morning. The mind may wander. The mind most probably will wander. And the strength of the practice resides in noticing the wandering, not trying to control it or do anything about it, and bringing yourself back to the breath. Turning your attention to experiencing the breath. Is it long? Is it short? Is it deep? Is it shallow? Perhaps cool? Perhaps warm? It may be helpful to uh, find that place where it feels most natural and where there is the most ease for you to stay recognizing and working with the breath. So whether it's uh, experiencing it most fully in the abdomen, with the extension and the contraction of the abdomen, maybe even the sides of the body as the lungs expand and contract. Perhaps it's the chest, the rising and falling of the in and out of the breath. And if it feels like you can move to uh, engage with more subtle places where the breath can be experienced, perhaps it's right at the end of the nostril, between the lips and the nose. Feeling the air passing over this place as it enters the body and then passing over it again as it leaves the body. So wanting to remain alert and present, but being relaxed. Meeting the breath. Recognizing and, and, and working with this uh, life-giving activity that this body engages with. Every second of every day, of every moment of our lives as we are here. Your eyes can be shut, and if your eyes are open, you just want to be gently focused on the ground or on the floor in front of you, not engaging with a hard stare. Noticing and engaging with how the breath moves through the body. Does it change? Is it always the same? Our first touching in with the impermanence of all things, even the breath, each one being its own unique experience, however connected to the one before and the one after. Allowing the breath to manifest without trying to control or change, just noticing what is so. And if you find that you do get carried away by some bodily sensation or 
by some heart place or by some thought. Just recognize it and come back to the breath. Gently and intentionally. Set the intention to keep remembering. It is important and useful in cultivating this path and this practice to not get into a struggle with your attention or be annoyed or frustrated or angry with yourself if you find that staying with the breath is challenging. You can actually even experience some gratitude for noticing when the breath becomes secondary to some other sensation. That is the moment of awareness. If experiencing a real uh, agitation of the mind or the body, perhaps just taking a deep breath and then allowing the breath to naturally fold back and roll back into its natural rhythm. Tending to and being aware of the sensations of the breath coming into the body on the inhale and exiting the body on the exhale. Connecting with the breath sensations as deeply and as directly as you can feeling the sensations of the body moving and the air coursing into and through your body. However you can, it's good enough in this moment. If it really um, feels like you're getting lost or that um, your mind is having its way, it can be helpful. This is just a suggestion. It can be helpful to silently repeat to yourself, breathing in, breathing out. Breathing in breathing out, not as a repetitive, compulsive kind of way, but as an easeful, natural way for connecting your awareness to the breath as we cultivate and build strength around sustaining awareness. Oftentimes when we meet uh, constriction or agitation or um, um, uh, quick 
moving mind and thoughts. Um, it's the struggling against that that creates more tension and stress and suffering. So just um, uh, noticing if there's a place like that and maybe just taking a breath with attention there and then expanding and uh, coming back to the natural flow. So we're not trying to change it or do it differently, but we can use the breath. it starts to feel like you're getting sleepy or you're getting that kind of foggy, kind of nebulous mind, um, it can be helpful to, for a moment, gently just open your eyes, stand up, and then go back to the breath. Oftentimes when we come on these first days of a retreat, our bodies and our minds have been moving at warp speed and it's like hitting a wall. And even for those of us who may be longtime meditators, to bring some compassion to the state of things, to be with the practice in a relaxed and gentle way. Just allowing the unfoldment and the detangling of the body and the mind and the heart and remembering the anchor, the rudder, the uh, gift of this breath. Welcoming the opportunity to become familiar with it. becoming familiar with the understanding and wisdom that arises from that place known as home when unfettered by agitation, worry, concern, joy, happiness.
knowing that you are sitting. Knowing that you are breathing. Aware of the breath coming in. Aware of the breath moving out. Knowing the body breathing. Breathing, knowing the body. How is the uniqueness of this moment and this moment and this moment with the breath? So uh, before we move on to having a little bit of instruction around walking meditation, which will be the next practice we engage with, just an opportunity uh, for any questions about uh, this bit of practice that we've just done. It doesn't have to be just a question. It can be a comment about the observation of how it was for you. Especially you new folks. Or you old folks. <laughs> Is there a... Uh, I'll do my best. So the observation was that sometime um, it feels to her like she's stopped breathing. And then she thinks about that. And what does that mean? Um, so that's in the long continuum of what's possible and experience. And sometimes uh, the breath becomes so subtle that it might be experienced as a stopping in breathing. However, as long as you are sitting up or standing or walking or laying with awareness, you're breathing. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and so it's something, what I hear behind your observation maybe is some concern coming. <gasps> if I keep doing this, am I going to? Uh, but the body has a natural, you know, and, and, and unless there's um, something else happening, but just in our regular natural beingness, the, the body will breathe. There's, there's nothing we have to do. Um, and what could help if it feels distressing to you as you experience that. Remember I was saying that if you're sleepy, it might help to open your eyes or to stand up or to take a deep breath. That's something that you can engage with um, in your practice um, if that's helpful and if it causes too much distress. Or you can just sit with that experience of the thought not breathing and see what arises from there just as a way to familiarize yourself with one of the aspects of your practice and the breath. Thank you. Anybody else? I know if you are uh, new to meditation in general, this is an odd and interesting thing that we're doing. Uh, and if you are a meditator in other forms of meditation, um, it's easy to start comparing this to that, this to that, and get caught up in the uh, ajna of, of that mind game that we do. And if we are meditators in this form for a long time, this opportunity of entering in um, is a place to kind of uh, tweak or take a shower or reinvigorate the practice. Okay, well, it looks like uh, that's it for now. Um, and I'm sure as we move through the week, there'll be other questions that arise, especially as different practices are introduced. So there'll be other opportunities. Uh, and just to really take this through the rest of the day in terms of practicing, bringing your attention to the breath. So uh, the period after this one, the practice period after this one, um, is going to be introducing, we're going to be working with walking meditation. And uh, just as we spent the last bit of time utilizing the breath uh, as the anchor, as the uh, uh, space that we want to turn our attention to, uh, when we move into, <clears throat> excuse me, um, movement. So just, just noticing even now your body as we're um, transitioning from one to the other um, and what happens as we start to anticipate uh, getting up and moving. Uh, so as we, we, we walk um, as meditation, um, what we want to do is to uh, turn our attention, our awareness to the movement of the feet for now um, and the, uh, uh, the actual mechanical, not mechanical, the mechanics of the activity of walking becomes the anchor. So we're bringing the breath along with us because oftentimes, especially as you begin with walking meditation, it can be disconcerting or discombobulating to uh, try to uh, bring awareness and attention as the body's moving. So there's always the breath that you can bring along with you. And uh, what we're going to do is uh, there are a number of walking spaces. There's the, the room out back here. There's the room downstairs where movement is done. Um, and each one of the, there's at the end of Shanti, in Shanti House, there's a walking room. There's walking room, a uh, couple of them uh, in this building. When you go down um, where the bowling alley used to be, where the yogi store is, you, you go down and there's uh, walking down there. And there's outside, so there's lots of places um, 
that you can identify where you might go walking. And uh, so you want to find a place or, or, or uh, step into a place for walking for yourself. And you want to kind of just uh, mentally note a distance of about anywhere from uh, 15 to 20. And don't take this as a rule or a regulation. Like, see how it naturally fits for you. Uh, but you want to mark out or intend a particular um, length um, that you're going to walk back and forth. So it's not going for a walk um, around the lake or down the road. It's actually very intentionally identifying a, a particular place where you're going to walk back and forth. Um, and then you are going to engage with walking and one of walking meditation. And, and it's helpful um, with walking meditation to actually begin um, by just standing, grounding yourself, connecting into the breath. And I'm going to show you in a minute. Um, connecting into the breath and then being aware of beginning. And with each step, bringing your attention to the step and how that is in the body. And then when you get to the end of the place that you've marked to walk off, to stop and be present. Turn and be present. And then begin again, moving back in the other direction. So that there is... Um, transition and there are different points in walking meditation to bring your awareness to. Well, let's see if I take the mic off. Okay. Okay, so you're going to find your place, whether it's outside or in one of the rooms that I told you about. And you're going to uh, really intentionally uh, engage with honoring, with engaging with walking meditation. So you'll stop and you'll stand. And you'll really land, just like I was talking about landing on the seat. You'll actually land in your body, in your stand at the beginning before you move off. Take a couple of breaths and then actually bring your awareness and your attention to beginning. You know, to, to start out, I would suggest that you just walk and get the experience of that with awareness and presence in your body before actually um, stepping into paying attention to each step. Just take a couple of walks back and forth in that area that you've designated to feel it in the body, to experience it in the mind. Once you've done that a couple of times, then you want to again pause, bring the breath, and then be aware that you're starting. And in, in the awareness of the starting, you can actually um, pay attention or bring awareness to the movement of the leg and the foot. And, and, and for each of us, there's a unique way that we experience it. So you may notice the lifting of the heel, the movement of the foot, and the placing of the toe. And for others, it may be the actual contraction, feeling the contraction of the muscles and the bones as you walk. So you'll experience that. You'll feel that. 
So what I'm going to ask you to do is everybody stand up, if that's possible um, and able for you. And first, just feel the balance of standing on your two feet, the distribution of your weight as you're in your stance, how the foot feels on the floor as you ground, how the knees, the hips, the abdomen, the shoulders, the head are all engaged in the stand, just feeling that in your body. And then maybe just um, leaning to the right. I'm doing it opposite of you. So leaning to the right and just feeling that sensation in the body as the weight gets moved to the right. And then coming back to central and moving to the left. Just really feeling what that feels like in the toes, the foot, the heel and coming back to central. Now maybe just taking the right foot and just raising the heel off the floor and noticing that. And putting your heel down. <coughs> Left foot raising the heel, feeling the pressure or the, on the front of the foot. And putting the heel down. And now with... Uh, Mindful attention, just taking with your right foot a step forward, bringing awareness of that whole process that just happened, stepping, and then taking another step with your left foot, and maybe one more with your right foot, and then grounding again in the stand there. Bringing mindfulness as you turn around. So, not, you know, not just a quick turn, but really being present to turning. And at that point, again, positioning yourself once you've turned around back to your stand, standing position. And again, stepping off, moving forward, uh, back to your cushion with the right foot the left foot, right foot. And when you're back to your cushion, again with awareness, turning back around, standing, acknowledging awareness there. And when you go out to do your walking meditation, Just being aware of trying it out. You know, so you may want to not walk too fast, you may not want to walk too slowly, finding your right pace. You know, a lot of times we come to retreat center and there's people moving like this. And that works for some people, or it works for some people sometimes. So really being present to what is needed and what's called forward in the body to support you in doing this practice for the next bit of time. Are there any practical questions about the walking meditation? Do you feel like you can move forward with it from here? Okay, great. Well, let's give it a go. And uh, you won't need to worry about time. A bell is rung so that you know to come back into the room. Um, And just as best you can, bring what you've experienced and what's present for you out of the last bit of time that we've spent together and see how it is to apply it. So, in silence, of course. So, uh, 
for anybody who feels that um, they need a little bit of support or have some questions um, that have arisen around posture, Gina and Booker are going to hang back and be in this space for a bit so that you have the opportunity to get some um, uh, individual attention to whatever that question might be in relationship to your posture, either the posture of sitting or the posture of walking. Um, and for the rest of you, um, let's get going. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.